Welcome back to Talking to the Walls podcast. I'm your host, Giovanna, aka your friend, and this week's episode is imposter syndrome, self-sabotage, and hustle culture. So this year is 2020, and a lot of things have happened, and I just want to talk about these three things in one episode simply because I think they all complement each other very well. Let's start with imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is something I believe most people, including myself, face, and we never really knew the name for it, or at least I didn't until now. Imposter syndrome is when an individual doubts their accomplishments or talents and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud, mainly because you don't feel as though you deserve the title or you feel like you didn't do enough work to earn um the title. For example, let's say I don't feel confident enough in being a doctor, even though I went to med school, I graduated top five of my class as an example, and I just don't feel good enough. I don't feel like I did enough in order to get the achievement of being a physician, of being an MD. Now, it doesn't have to be as big as that. However, it could be something as small as you don't feel worthy of... I don't know, receiving brownies from your neighbor simply because you looked after their dog, who you love, to spend time with regardless. So, imposter syndrome sucks ass, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Imposter syndrome is is often feeling, you know, like you feel like you're just not good enough. You're not qualified. Like you feel like no matter what you do, it's not good enough. And I feel like those feelings of not feeling good enough or feeling like you still have more to do in order to earn the same right, despite doing so much already, right? Because in order to to be able to earn those titles or those accomplishments, or simply that recognition, you know, you have to do a decent amount as it is. And so in doing that, you often feel like you don't deserve it because you already put so much work in. You often set your, your sight, should I say? You set your eyes on another prize, on another horizon. So you don't look back often enough to see, oh my God, I did so much. Like, oh my God, I did so many things to accomplish. You know, I accomplished my goals that I had maybe three or four years ago, but now my goals are completely different. So I don't give myself the credit. Younger me probably would have, right? Because we keep changing our minds. My goodness. And this is often... A result from, believe it or not, self-sabotage, which will be our next topic for the podcast episode. So self-sabotage is when you purposely do something to derail yourself from making progress towards any goal you have. For example, I will admit to this, just like I'm sure other people have struggled and maybe can relate to this statement I'm about to make as well. So whenever I'm on a quote-unquote weight loss journey or when I feel like I need to, I don't know, shred five to 15 pounds maybe, you know, try to, try to look skinnier because beauty standards kind of suck um, and the pressure from society can sometimes be a lot for me to handle or I just don't feel as confident as I used to. But that's going to be another topic for the podcast. But talking about that, I sometimes self-sabotage by binging Okay, I will sometimes eat very healthy and then 
I, I'm not hungry. I'll tell you that right now. I'm not hungry, but I'll go to my pantry and eat these popcorners. Like they're like these healthy, um, alternative chips made from popcorn, like in a chip form. And I'll start eating the entire bag in one day, or like, I'll just eat to the point where I overate and now I feel sick to my stomach. And I do this Because I subconsciously don't think I'm worthy of sticking to my goals. Like, I started to self-sabotage by making it so that it's hard for me to stick to a healthier lifestyle. Or it's hard for me to get to where I want to be simply because I don't feel worthy. And that sounds so silly to admit, but it's so true. (laughs) Like, I do this sometimes. And it's not just with like weight loss or eating sometimes. Sometimes I self-sabotage by by not doing enough. Like let's say I have an exam. Oh my God. Oof. (laughs) I'm really really exposing myself out today. Let's say I have an exam for, I don't know, physics, right? Because I'm in physics right now. And let's say I know this exam is in two weeks. I won't study. Because I think, or if I study, I study, but I don't really understand the material. So I'll be like, yeah, yeah, I get this. I get this. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's do practice problems. Wow, I'm doing so good. But I'm not really getting it. You know, I'm like looking at how to do it. I'm using Chegg. I'm I'm looking at step by step. And I'm telling myself I understand how to do it when in reality I don't. And then I put off studying, right? Because I think I'm good at it. And then I had the exam a day away And then I feel completely useless and I feel like I've wasted my time. And then I feel like, like I was meant to fail. (laughs) Like I'll start questioning, oh my God, do I want to be a doctor? Oh my God, do I really mean to do this? And that's like another way of self-sabotage. It's like, I knew I had two weeks to study. I could have broken down studying maybe 30 minutes to an hour each day, right? To like get that like slow buildup of, um, information so that I can make sense over time. But instead, I brush it off. I watch YouTube. I watch Netflix. I tell myself I got this when in reality, I don't know what the hell is going on. (laughs) Okay. Self-sabotage can also just be like downplaying whatever achievements you have, which also goes hand in hand with imposter syndrome. Because for example, my grandma, as I'm sure most of your grandmas, if you have a grandma or grandpa, or maybe your parents do this, they love to brag about your accomplishments because they love to brag about shit in front of other people's face. My grandma is guilty of this. My grandma will go up to random people. She will literally tell her doctors when I go with her to her doctor's appointments and be like, oh my God, did you know that Giovanna got a handwritten letter from Obama back in 2008 because she was such a good student? Did you know, like, Joanna got this, like, award? Did you know Joanna graduated with 14 chords and honors in top 10 of her class when she graduated high school? And I'm just like, what? Like, I always downplay my accomplishments. I'm like, Grandma, stop. Like, that's not important. Like, stop. When instead, you should, like, accept it. Like, yeah, like, congratulations. You put in the work. You were able to make those accomplishments. You were able to get those achievements. You were able to get to where... You wanted to be at one point in time in your past, you know, and that's something I think myself and a lot of my friends do because I watch them do it all the time. They downplay their accomplishments. They make it seem as if it's nothing when in reality, 
you know, your past self is like cheering you on. They're like, oh my God, I'm so proud of you. But we like to silence it. We like to make it seem like it's no big deal. We like to, it's almost like you're seeming humble, but in reality, you feel like you just don't deserve it. Like you feel like you don't deserve the praise because you feel like you didn't do enough. And that baby, that right there is self-sabotage hand in hand with imposter syndrome. (laughs) In case you were like still confused on the topic. So, you know, like another thing, let's say self-sabotage. And I feel like I'm going to call a lot of people out doing this. Let's say you're trying to move on from an ex. And let's say, you know, this person's really toxic for you. And let's say you're looking good. You're feeling happy. It's been months, whatever. You're focusing on yourself. But out of nowhere, you get a text message of, hey, I miss you. And you're like, oof. Oh, I don't know if I should talk to them. Part of you misses them. Part of you starts to romanticize the happiness you felt when you were with them. And then part of you is like, no, I deserve better. Like, you know damn well you deserve better. You don't want to go into that toxic environment. But then you go back. You go back into that toxic environment, even if it's for a one night stand, for an hour, for whatever it is. And you do it to self-sabotage yourself in the aspect because you feel like you can't do better. You feel like, you know what, you're right. There's no one that can love me more than this person. You know what, I don't deserve to be happy and I don't know, maybe I'll give them a second chance. I don't want to speak too much on this topic, (laughs) but that's a form of self-sabotage is knowing you shouldn't go back to an environment that treated you poorly, that you shouldn't accept things or accept people who betrayed you and lied to you, but yet you let them in regardless. You're sabotaging yourself. And not only are you self-sabotaging, but you're also hurting yourself because you're not respecting your own boundaries because you're telling them, hey, it's okay. It's okay to hurt me again. It's okay to lie to me again. It's okay to betray me again because you're not upholding your boundaries because you're not telling them, hey, no, sorry. I cut you out of my life for a reason. Hey, I can't have you back in here. Like you messed up big time. I don't accept shit like that anymore. Like, I'm sorry. I don't need people like you in my life anymore because I've moved on. I deserve better. And I know my self-worth because you are worth so much. You are worth so much and you don't deserve to have people around you who are always trying to pick at you and make you feel like shit. And they're just waiting for you to crumble so that they can laugh at the pieces that is then left of you. Well, we got pretty deep there. (sighs) Let's go ahead and and pop into hustle culture. This is literally one of my favorite things to talk about with my friends. Just because hustle culture is a typical American mindset, right? Where it's like, you know, if you have a job, if you work nine to five, if you just put in effort and put in the time, you'll get to where you want to be. And that's basically ignoring your environment. That's ignoring your situation. That's ignoring... A lot of mother freaking factors that can be a reason why people are struggling in this world. But let's go ahead and just focus on the working part for this particular podcast episode. So hustle culture is is a label, I think the Generation Z, right? That's our generation. Um, the 2000 babies. <laughs> That's our generation's name. Uh, I was born in the 2000s. I'm Year of the Dragon and I'm a Taurus in case you're wondering. But um Yeah, so it's like 
putting in this grind, putting in all this work and effort and working overtime and never having a day off and just grinding, 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 you know, hustling, do what you got to do to make your money. But there's so many bad things to this, right? Because when you go on Instagram, you see Jessica partying in Bali. You see, I don't know, Madonna doing some cool stuff. And you see all these people, celebrities or friends or family members, you know, making it seem like they're living their best life, right? Because they're highlighting what people want you to see on Instagram, right? They're getting all these things because they're hustling, right? Quote unquote, they're working, they're putting in the time and effort in order to buy the Michael Kors bag to get the the Gucci belt to buy their Louis Vuitton heels or whatever. And so you feel like you're not doing enough. Whether you're in school, you're starting a family, you are pursuing your dream career, you're doing whatever the heck you're doing. When you look around, you feel like you're not doing enough because you feel like people are always doing more, putting in more effort than you. And sure, there's people who are probably, again, doing this hustle culture. However, it's very, very toxic. It's a very toxic mindset to have. And here's why. It's mainly because you're going to burn out. If you don't give yourself a day off, if you don't allow yourself to have the time to slow down, relax, enjoy the small things, you're going to push yourself to the limit. And then you're going to either crumble down and cry like I do all the time, like I will cry, and it will relieve my stress. Or like a match, you'll just burn out and you don't want to do it anymore. You know, if you continue to chug, 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 and then there's no more fuel to keep the engine running, right? or you haven't had, you know, a chance to let the little engine cool down, how is it going to get back up? How is it going to get back to normal? How is it going to function if it doesn't have time to cool off, to get repaired, to do the maintenance work, right? Because your days off, you might feel like they're hella unproductive, but they're not. They're not unproductive at all because you're allowing yourself to, to do nothing, to embrace nothingness, to just sit in bed, sit on the couch, eat some ice cream, watch Netflix, watch a movie, sleep all day. If that's what your body is telling you to do, if that's what your mind feels like, this is a great day to rest. This is what I want to do as my rest day. Go for it because you need it. Your body is telling you, hey, hey, Giovanna, let's not work out every single day at the gym. My legs can only take so much from squatting. You know, so like I take two rest days because if I don't, I'm going to burn out and then I'm not going to want to continue. You know, you need to like motivate yourself by having those days off. Like, oh my God, like you're putting in all this effort during the week or whatever. And then you can look off, like you can look forward to a vacation or your rest day or your time off because it's like a mini, I don't want to say a mini goal. I guess it could be, but I want to say it's like a, a mini oh, what's that word called? Prize? Reward. It's a mini reward for you to continue doing what you're doing. Like, you know, you're getting something out of it. Like, you know, you're doing this for something greater than just doing it, right? And you often get motivated by thinking, oh my God, this is going to be like, I'm so excited for my vacation. My vacation to Bali is going to be amazing. I don't know why I keep saying Bali. I really want to go there and, you know, take some yoga classes. I think that'd be really cool. But you know, it's like you have something that you're looking forward to. So you're working your ass off in order to get there because it's 
it's use it's serving the purpose as motivation. You know, it's motivating you even when you don't feel like doing it, even when you're procrastinating and you know, you feel sluggish and you're mad at yourself because you're being so unproductive. But at the same time you're listening to your body, right? Because sometimes you need to be unproductive in order to then be productive, right? Because if you work at 110 every single day, baby, you're going to burn out and you're not going to want to look at those papers or go back to that job or do whatever the hell you were doing because you're going to get so fed up with it. You're going to to take a pit stop and maybe not want to keep driving your car wherever it was going. You know, it's the pressure from society to continue to work and grind whenever you have a chance to grind so you can get quote unquote ahead, right? You're trying to do this so you can get ahead in life, so you can get to where you want to be. But let me tell you something, regardless of how much time passes, regardless if you take an hour, two hours, three hours of a break or whatever you're doing, no one can tell you where you're supposed to be in life at what time. No one's going to tell you, hey, Giovanna, you missed your deadline. It was supposed to be two hours ago. You're supposed to get married two hours ago in the span of your life. No one's going to do that because no one knows. Everybody is running their own race. Everybody is running you know, the race of life, right? But we're not comparing our speeds. Hell, if we're comp- if we're comparing our speeds, your girl would probably come in like one of the last places because I am not running. <laughs> My thighs are a little too jiggly and thick to do that. No, thank you. Uh, shout out to the people who could run like my friend McKenna because I, I'm just not built for it. <laughs> I'm built different. But as I was saying, we're not supposed to compare our times. Like we're not supposed to compare our pace because we know what we want to do. And if you don't know what you want to do, you're figuring it out, you know, or you're taking each day as it comes. And props to you, because that's probably one of my favorite ways to live is taking each day as it comes, like setting many goals and uh, little to do tasks on my sticky notes, because that makes me feel more productive than not. So don't compare yourself to Jessica, who is in Malibu this upcoming weekend to celebrate her 30th birthday party. Okay, don't do that. Um, compare yourself to you, the you you were a year ago, the you you were six months ago, and the you you want to be in the future. Who is that person? Who is the person you want to be in the future? What do they look like? What does their lifestyle look like? What does their future job look like? Ooh, or their car, vroom, vroom. What do they value? What do they like to see in the world? Do they travel? Do they not travel? How do they spend their free time? Look at the you you're trying to become and see where you are in terms of that person. Are you 25% You know, on your way to becoming them? Are you 10%? Are you 50% that person? If not, I think that's great motivation to see what you can work on and where you can improve. Because I know I'm probably I'm probably like 15% the person I want to be. But we're working on it, right? Because my pace of life is not compared to anyone around me. I look around people that I went to high school with, people that I knew in elementary school, people that I just met, and everybody's running at their own pace. Some people have gotten married and have a beautiful family and are having kids this year. Some people are divorced and have kids. Some people aren't. Some people don't know what they want to do. And some people are just struggling, but not telling anyone about it. And I think that's me. (laughs) I'm struggling sometimes with motivation to keep going, but nonetheless, I'm still going because I have more things to look forward to 
in what I want to do than where I don't want to be, if that makes sense. Like, I have so much to keep me going than things to hold me back from pursuing what I love, which in this case is studying in medicine because I want to be a doctor, as I probably mentioned for like the hundredth time on this on this podcast. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I felt like that sounded like a little rant. <laughs> it sounded like a little rant, but it's true. Hustle culture can be very toxic because again, people are always grinding. Like you see all these millions of people, shit, there's billions of people on the earth, you know, and all the people you see on social media, they always seem like they're having a good time. But I promise you, they're probably at least having like a mental breakdown at least once or twice a week because the pressure of society, the pressure you put on yourself specifically can sometimes crush your bones because you think yourself so much. You're, you're like your number one fan and you're also the number one person to be overly critical of all the shit you have done, will do, and have yet to do. Like you're the type of person to look at yourself in the mirror and pick out your flaws before you pick out the beauty in yourself. And that's because you know what you need to work on. So I think I'm going to go ahead and end it there. But I do want to say that one of the best quotes that I read from Pinterest, because I have a Pinterest board with so many quotes because I love them. They're super nice to have and just read whenever you're bored and need some motivation like me. And the one that I liked was it had like a cute little like dot on a map. And it said, you're exactly where you need to be. You know, things aren't happening to you. They're happening for you. There's always lessons in life. There's always things you have to overcome in order to get to the next point of the chapter, the next, I don't know, the next point in your life. Because where you want to be, you can't get there without going through all the shit. You know, you can't get to where you want to be without having the patience to be able to manage, you know, whatever it is you're trying to manage you know, you need compassion, you need whatever the hell you need in order to get there. And so the universe is putting all these things to show you lessons so that you can get the wisdom in order to then apply it correctly and utilize it in the best way you can. You know, sometimes you think life sucks. Like, why am I living? Ah, but trust me, you'll be okay. Like we will get through this together. Um, Please let me know if you've ever, you know, have done self-sabotaging to yourself. If you have, we all have, but I hope you can recognize it and you could put a stop to it. I know I don't binge anymore. God bless. Um, that took a, a lot of um, self-discipline. Thankfully, I don't do that anymore. You know, I felt imposter syndrome. I still feel imposter syndrome because sometimes I look at my peers in the STEM field and I feel so (laughs) underprepared for medical school sometimes. And the aspect that I see all these people around me do these incredible things, not to say I'm not doing my own incredible things, but sometimes it can feel overwhelming and sometimes it it can suck to look and compare and feel like you're probably last place or you're probably going to be one of the last people chosen for the team. But I'll tell you that right now, you won't be because there's something unique about you that will obviously make you stand out and make people want to choose you as probably their team captain because you're so cool and so special. And as for hustle culture, acknowledge it. Okay. But don't let it define you. Don't let it be your motto. 
you know, take a day off when you feel burnt out or when you feel like you're getting to that point. Um, Take care of your body, right? Because your body, this is the only body you have this lifetime. And if it's not, um, (laughs) explain that to me. (laughs) Because I mean, the more I look at my body as a vessel, and I look at it, and I stop criticizing it, right? And I stop comparing myself to the people I see on Instagram, the more I begin to appreciate my body and appreciate the days off because your body is doing so many cool things as you're listening to this podcast episode. Your organs are functioning to keep you alive, to let you breathe, you know, to allow you to walk around and do whatever you want, you know, handstands, jumping jacks, cartwheels. I can't really do a cartwheel, but you know, all these really cool things going to Walmart, grocery shopping, you know, Target, all that stuff, or just simply listening to this as you're driving or working out or crying in your bed. Um, Any of the above (laughs) as mentioned, but our bodies are so cool. Okay. And I don't want you to overdo it because your body will take a toll from hustling too much from overworking. And sometimes people don't listen to it. Some people don't listen to the signals your body gives you when it's being overworked for the simple fact of feeling behind. But let me be the first person and let me not be the the last person to tell you this, but you are not behind. You are exactly where you need to be and learn to enjoy the view as you continue to walk forward in life. And with that, I'm ending the episode. I love you guys so much. If there's any topics you guys would like me to talk about, please send me an email at talkingtothewallspodcast at gmail.com or feel free to DM me on Instagram as my handle is talkingtothewallspodcast. And again, you are worthy of so much. You are worthy of happiness, love, and I send you nothing but positive vibes. Until next week. Bye, guys.